Welcome to How to Be a Human Being in the World, the podcast that showcases the strength, resilience, and humanity in all of us and provides a space where you can embrace the messy parts of life. We've all got them and unapologetically be more of who you really are. I'm your host, Dr. Kathleen Young. I'm a psychiatrist, certified life coach, and I'm also a human, just like you. Pull up a seat as we bear witness to the healing, connection, and inspiration that comes from the stories of our lives. Welcome back to How to Be a Human Being in the World. I have to say, these last few days have been hectic for me. Hectic. I think this end of the year holiday season always is hectic a little bit. Um, Mostly good, you know, so I actually see this, you know, the hustle and bustle of the end of the year as a blessing because truly can be a magical time of year. And I'm typically kind of winding down work so I can wrap up the year and get everything in order so that I can take some time off at the end of December to just rest and relax. So it can really be kind of hectic, but in a good way, I guess, if if hectic can be good. This year has been a little less busy for me in some ways since I've been less mobile these days, but not entirely. It was my son's birthday over the weekend, and I've been pushing myself a little bit outside of my comfort zone physically and have reached some recent milestones in my recovery from my fall. So I've been simultaneously busy and not busy at the same time, which is kind of a weird feeling. You know, I'm kind of home and sitting and resting my leg and my foot, I should say. But I'm also having a lot going on, a lot to think about. I ventured out and went into New York City on Monday, which was like a huge thing for me. And I felt very overwhelmed leading up to it and the day of. But I did it, and I feel really proud of myself for doing that. And now I know I can do it if I ever need to do it again before I'm fully healed, but I don't think I'm going to. But I did it, and I'm glad I did it. And the people that I was able to see and be with in person really appreciated all of the effort I made to get there. So at any rate, um, it's been a busy few days, and I almost decided to skip recording this week, but I didn't want to leave you, my listeners, hanging. You know, I try to show up every week for you, even if it's just a short episode. So I decided to devote this week's episode to a quick wrap up for 2023. I guess that's what everybody does this time of year. So I'm going to give you a reflection of sorts on the parts of the year that have really changed me as I look back on them. And maybe as you listen to this, it'll help you reflect on this year as you head into 2024. So here goes. Here are my top three lessons from 2023. The first one, so important. And I don't know if I don't, I think these three lessons are all important for me in different ways. So I'm not ranking them, but this is the one that came to mind for me as I was mapping out this episode. So my first lesson is life is unpredictable. (laughs) You know, we kind of know this and we say it a lot. People make there's like a phrase or people say, you know, that God is laughing every time we make plans or some version of that. And so, you know, we we talk a lot about how life is unpredictable and we all understand this to be true rationally. Yet, in general, we still structure our lives around the belief that we can predict the future, that life will go as planned, even though it often doesn't. I mean, think about it. Most of the time, things don't go exactly as you plan them to go. 
I, I would say most of the time they go in some version of the way you plan them, but we can never know exactly how things go. And when you think about it logically, it doesn't make sense that we think we can plan and I mean, we think we can predict the future, but we do it with good reason, you know, mainly because our brains crave certainty, you know, so creating certainty about what will happen in the future, even if it's a false sense of certainty of sorts, it's still soothing to us and it reduces anxiety for many people and it allows us to plan, right? We need to plan. And, you know, I suppose you could function without making plans, right? There are definitely some people who do, we all know them, we all have at least one friend who's who's never planning in advance. They probably do plan, just not as far in advance as other people do. But, you know, executing tasks and doing things does require some planning. And things, including relationships and interactions with other people, tend to go a lot more smoothly when you make plans in advance. So it definitely makes sense that we as human beings want certainty and predictability. But the reality is plans change and life is far more unpredictable than we sometimes realize. And the more you can be flexible, you will be better able to manage your disappointment and being able to pivot when things don't go as planned. So I guess there really is something to be said for being able to go with the flow. I'm not someone. who does this very easily, who really goes with the flow in most situations. So as you can imagine, and probably for some of you listening, this has been a very tough lesson for me the past few weeks as I've been living with unpredictability in so many ways. And I think I probably over-focus on unpredictability because, because when you have something big happen to you that kind of sits you down... <laughs> You know, then you kind of overfocus on like all the things that happen. And I noticed I was doing that. But I've been living with unpredictability and canceled plans in a way that I don't normally. So it's been really noticeable for me. And, you know, my friend asked me the other day if I had been embracing the lessons of the past month as I've been on crutches and my foot's been broken. And she asked me what I had learned from the the past month. And initially when she asked me that, I was irritated and annoyed with her. But when I really thought about it, I could see her point. You know, when something unpredictable or unexpected happens, you know, whether it's a loss of a job, a broken bone, surgery, death of a loved one, we have to, or or like smaller stuff that isn't that big. But when something unpredictable happens, we have two main choices, you know, something we don't want. We can become a victim of our circumstances and, and get in the woe is me there's nothing wrong with that. I think initially, sometimes we do have to be in woe is me. So that's not a criticism, but we can become a victim of our circumstances or we can learn from them because this really is life, right? And life is always happening. Unpredictable things, unexpected things are always happening. We just forget that sometimes, right? And then when they when something unexpected happens, we act surprised, but really unexpected things are happening all the time. So I've been trying to do a lot of learning (laughs) in this moment, in these weeks, and occasionally I give myself grace and allow myself to just be a victim of my circumstances, even if only briefly. And the last thing I'll say about this, about life's unpredictability, is that, you know, it's kind of what I focused on in, in in the last episode, is that healing is a process. You can't rush it. You can't force it along. And you really can't predict how long it will take. And sometimes you can't predict 
when it will happen, right? Like I, I broke my foot, so the healing is happening, you know, right after the break. But sometimes we have trauma or other things happen to us that we don't address right away, and the healing happens later. So we can't always predict when it's going to happen. But it does happen. And if you slow down and allow it, it will happen. You will heal. And if you don't slow down, sometimes the universe will knock you off your feet, literally and figuratively, and give you some tough love and force it to happen. So that was lesson number one. Lesson number two, I am in charge of my own happiness. I am in charge of creating the life I want to have and how I feel about it. And this was a huge lesson for me. It's one I've been working towards, the one I kind of knew was possible, but maybe didn't quite believe it was possible for me, that it was possible for other people. But it was one that really crystallized for me in 2023. And there was a distinct moment this past year or this year that we're currently still in when I decided to allow myself to allow myself to drop the narrative about how unhappy I am in lots of parts of my life, but particularly where I live right now and all the ways it's lacking and all the ways it could be better and all the ways I would be happier if I lived somewhere else. And I created a new narrative about how much I like it, why I like it, and why I want to stay. And when I did that, I instantly, like it was, there was just this moment, I instantly felt more settled and happy. And I remember the exact moment that this crystallized in my brain. I was standing on the street, you know, in a, in a neighboring town. I was talking to a friend. It was in late spring. I think it was in May. The sun was out. It was kind of warm. And I remember thinking to myself, like, I'm really happy here. I really like it here. And from that point on, I've continued to like it. And I've even continued to like New York City. I don't live in New York City anymore, but I'm adjacent to New York. So I still work in the city. And I and I even have allowed myself to like that. <laughs> which was a work in progress. And so it's not perfect. You know, the place where I live isn't perfect, but I have found happiness here. And I really want to emphasize for you listening that it was it was a conscious decision. And because it was a conscious decision, it's something that you can do too for your life. It was a decision to settle into where I am in my life in all the ways, a decision that allowed me to feel more settled, more relaxed, and to focus on all the positive things around me. So in 2023, I also created more satisfaction in my friendships and and in my relationships in general. You know, I learned that the more I show up and connect with people, both old friends and new friends, I did like reconnect with a bunch of old friends this year, which has been like really amazing and wonderful. Some of them have reached out to me. I've reached out to some of them. It's just been a really nice time to sort of reconnect with people who were really important to me who are really important to me, you know, but I was feeling closer to it at an earlier point in my life, and it's been nice to reconnect with them. So old friends, new friends, you know, the more I show up and connect with people, the more I feel connected to people around me and more satisfied in my relationships. People always ask me how to create connection in their relationship, and the way you you create it is by showing up and connecting, and then you will feel more connected. So the more I put myself out there and allowed myself to be seen by other people, whether it was in person or online, I put myself out there more on on social media, at work, through coaching, 
you know, and activities in my life, including exercising. I started Pilates, although I don't know when or if I'll ever get back to Pilates, but that's a side note. And just in my day-to-day life, the more I've put myself out there and allowed myself to be in the world, I've allowed myself to be seen by other people. I think so many people are hiding and not being seen not allowing themselves to be out in the world. And that's why they feel disconnected. So the more I've done that, the more I have, and the more I have given of myself to other people, the more I've received in return. You know, I created closeness to other people by giving to them. And I created closeness and joy in my relationship with my brother and my sister-in-law in 2023, which was one of the most valuable experiences for me. Now, they may not feel closer to me, but I feel closer to them, which is what matters most. You know, how we feel about other people, you know, is what is most important in our lives. And this actually started during the holidays in 2022. So the holidays are a magical time, as I said. But I continued to put more effort into it in 2023. You know, I spent a lot of years, and I think I've talked about this on the podcast, but I spent a lot of years stuck in like anger or resentment and envy about stuff that really wasn't that important when I look back on it. And, you know, I was able to let it all go, which was one of the best decisions that I've ever made is to just let it go. It sounds, you know, it can be really hard to do. But when I did it, it was really amazing. And the best part about it was that all it took was me choosing to think about my relationships with them in a different way, to decide to be close to them. That's really it. You know, it did take, I don't want to make it seem like it happened overnight. It 100% did not. (laughs) And it took some effort and coaching and, you know, therapy, but it happened. And, you know, they didn't change what they were doing at all, at least as far as I know. It was the way I feel about them that changed. And as my thoughts and feelings about them have changed, I have shown up differently in my relationship with them. I've shown up without anger and resentment and envy and all of those things. And I've never spoken to them about this directly, but as far as I can tell, as I've been able to be different with them, they have felt more comfortable to move closer to me. And that's at least how it seems. I am making that part up. Well, not making it up, but um, but I am making an assumption about that. And finally, in an effort to create my own happiness, I have changed how I spend my time. I have done that by saying yes to more things that I enjoy doing which at times requires me to push myself outside of my comfort zone to make plans for Friday night, which I really don't like to do, (laughs) and to meet people when I'm tired and to travel and to do all of these things. So sometimes it's not always comfortable leading into it, but ultimately I end up doing more things that that I enjoy. And I've said no to the things that I don't enjoy. So I've said yes, which is, you know, again, is a process. And then I've said no. And in and along with that, I've seen that I actually have more of a choice and more control over my happiness and satisfaction in my life and the things I'm doing than I sometimes think I do. Sometimes we get stuck in a place where we don't, you know, where we feel kind of like a victim of our circumstances, if I'm being honest, and we don't realize how much control we have over it by just making a different decision. But you really do. You know, I'm still working on cutting back on work, <laughs> on cutting back how much I work, the the irony of which is not lost on me, I should add. But it's slowly happening, especially since I've been forced to sit down and rest this past month while I heal. I have seen the value in slowing down, 
taking more time off, resting. And, you know, this one is still a work in progress for me because I am a busy bee, right? And I like to be busy, but I'm beginning to see a path forward with this. And maybe not to working less necessarily, but a path towards pushing myself towards the things that are calling to me. I have a few things that are calling to me and I've been afraid to explore them, but I can see a path towards that in 2024, which may require me to do a little less of some things I'm doing now. But I don't know that overall I'll be working less. So more to come on that in 2024. We'll see. I'm, I'm excited to see how that unfolds in the coming months. And finally, lesson number three. Again, they're not in any particular order. These are just the things that have really stood out to me as I was sort of thinking month to month. Last night when I was planning out this episode, I kind of went through the months of 2023 in my head and thought about the things that happened each month. And so my last lesson is that my relationships with people are everything. You know, I think sometimes we take that for granted, but it's true. I can't survive without people in my life. There's just no way around it. No matter how independent I am, I still need people. And that has been a really, really important lesson for me to learn because I think sometimes it can be easy to like get really hyper-independent not just for me, for a lot of people, and really take for granted how much we really need people. And I have some really great people in my life. That is one thing I learned this year. You know, they're not perfect. Nobody is, but they're perfect for me. And they are people who have shown up for me in countless ways. And not just because I broke my foot last month. You know, they have, these are people who have been there all along in my life, even if I sometimes didn't see it or appreciate it. And maybe, just maybe, <laughs> 2024 will bring me a romantic relationship as I think about my relationships being everything. And I'm saying it out loud, and I'm inviting it into my life by saying it out loud and acknowledging that I want it. But even if it doesn't, I am still in charge of my happiness. And there you have it. The three lessons are mindset shifts and experiences that have had the most impact on me this year. What are your top three? You know, reach out to me and let me know. I'm curious to hear what other people have experienced in 2023 and see what your lessons have been. I hope you enjoy the remaining days of 2023 and have had a wonderful or will have a wonderful holiday season. I do have one more episode that will air before the end of the year, but I want to wish you a happy new year. And I will talk to you again in 2024. Are you ready to have the life you actually want instead of the life you think you should want? Or maybe you just want to start having more fun. Either way, I can help. Head on over to my website, www.drkathleenyoungcoaching, that's Kathleen with a K, dot com. Or you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at drkathleenyoung.coaching. You can sign up for a free consultation on my website and we can talk about the life you want to create and see whether group or one-on-one -on -one life coaching is right for you. Midlife doesn't have to be a crisis. It's never too late to create the rest of your story. Thanks for listening to this episode and see you next time.